Father's Day all day today. And the uh, only reason I know that is because I'm supposed to go to Jerry World to watch Lorena play. Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Don't be late. Not me. You think that when? When do you think the caravan's going to drive by past us? Uh, they probably already left. You think? Yeah. Seven thirty. Yeah. What time is it? Uh, seven twenty-seven. Yeah, seven twenty-seven. All right. So the, yeah, they got a three o'clock kick uh, it, uh, against Brock and. Mm-hmm. Again, man, we were. T- I was talking with somebody last night. You want this one, and you just want it bad mm-hmm. for, for that community. You want it bad for for Coach Biles, those kids. But here's a guy that's committed thirty years of his life mm-hmm. to to that community and has done it well, and has done it right, and has yeah. done it with class and all of those all of those good things mm-hmm. that uh, you you want young people to see. He's been the example yep. uh, in that community for uh, for those athletes. So uh, all those many years. Heck, you just want it for him. Yeah. You know, local kid, grew up here in Waco, played at Richfield High School. Kind of reminds me when when Willie won that championship with the La Vega. Yeah. You were just, you know what? Good. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Good. Yeah. For what he's done over there. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. uh, Let's take a second here and talk about Waco Beef Import Process. Do you know how to get to 523 Precision Drive? Uh, Take a right. Where? Uh, Like on uh, Waco Drive. No, no, see, there you again. Yeah. You can't get to Precision Drive either. All right, here's how it works. It's 523 Precision Drive. It's just off Franklin Avenue. It's right behind Rosa's Cafe and just adjacent to, to the movie theater. You just kind of wind your way back in there, and you'll see Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Mike and the gang invite you to... Um, Come check out all the great uh, cuts of meat that they have. And Mike is uh, reminding you that, uh, hey, look, it's that time. If you want to get a uh, a turkey or a ham for Christmas, you need to get that order placed right now. 254-772-4669. That's 254-772-4669 for, uh, for that uh, turkey or that ham. And, man, we, we did a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving, and it was outstanding. Good stuff. Uh, again, 254-772-4669 for Waco Beef and Pork Processors. And uh, don't forget, you can check them out online at HolySmokedSausage.com. That's HolySmokedSausage.com. Not only do they have the turkeys and the hams for Christmas, but they've got uh, they've got award-winning beef brisket, uh, mouth-watering pork short ribs. They've got black forest ham. They specialize in USDA prime beef and grade-A pork. Hey, listen, if you've got, maybe you've got uh, a special dinner party coming up or something, maybe for New Year's Eve or whatever, and you want a special cut of meat and a special thickness and all that, Mike will do it for you. He will specialty cut to your specifications, but you got you can't call him up at, at, at noon today and say, hey, I'm coming by at 2, I need these done. You give him some time and, and go ahead and, and get that order placed. Same phone number, 772-4669. And what I like about it is when he did it for me, uh, they're vacuum packed, so what you don't use, if you happen to have a couple of steaks or whatever left over, you just slap them in the freezer and they're good to go. Uh, so check them out t- today at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Again, it's 523 Precision Drive. They're just off Franklin Avenue behind Rosa's Cafe and just adjacent to the movie theater. And tell Mike that we sent you by. All right, uh, RJ Achoa from Blogging the Boys is coming up next right here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas. 
Scott Drew and the Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Saturday on the road at Oregon. 8.30 Central Time for the countdown to tip-off. 9 p.m. tip-off Saturday for the Bears and the Ducks. Follow the defending Big 12 and national champion Bears the entire season with Pat and John right here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. The self-employed face a particular challenge with respect to health coverage. Healthcare costs have just skyrocketed, and it has really gotten to where it's very complex and confusing. Hurley Benefit Services Vice President, Tammy Hurley. Self-employed individuals have such a personal responsibility, and so they really like being able to be in charge of their personal insurance policies and their choices. Health insurance, if you're self-employed, doesn't have to be hard to buy. Hurley Benefit Services can help. Being a self-employed individual, you are working so hard on your business. And to know all the answers or to even know what questions to ask about insurance is tough. Come to us. We can answer those questions for you and find a package that you're going to be able to afford and it's going to meet your needs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Aries Building Systems in Troy, a manufacturer of modular buildings, is now hiring for the following positions. Electricians, plumbers, carpenters, framers, painters, junior buyer, forklift material handlers, and purchasing manager. Aries Buildings has full-time positions, great benefits, and a backlog of work. To apply, stop by 1919 Mueller in Troy or email aharris at ariesbuildings.com. Aries Building Systems in Troy. Don't wait. Apply today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Lorena plays for a state championship today at three against Brock. Yesterday, Westbrook and Strong claim the six-man championships while Shiner topped Holly 47-12 for the 2A Division I title. Baylor gathered 20 signatures on the first day of the early signing period. Nine of the 12 offensive picks are listed on the offensive line. Three on the defensive side are linebackers. CBS Sports ranks Texas A&M with the best recruiting class after the first day of the early signing period. Texas ranks fifth and Oklahoma 10th. Emory Jones says he will enter the transfer portal after Florida plays in the Gasparilla Bowl. That opens the door for former Burleson quarterback Jalen Kitna to earn the Gators quarterback duties next season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas in our 7 o'clock hour. A service of good feet in the Central Texas marketplace. As uh, we mentioned last segment, Cowboys and the uh, New York Giants coming up on Sunday. And again, that game will be over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, an 11 a.m. pregame with a 12 noon kick. Cowboys 9 and 4, Giants 4 and 9. And from Blog of the Boys in ESPN San Antonio, we say hello to. RJ Achua. RJ, good morning. How are you, brother? I'm doing well. Good morning to you guys. Uh, happy almost weekend. Uh, happy <laughs> Dallas Cowboys two-game winning streak. There you go. Hey, I was thinking, RJ, is this team ever going to be able to put their football team on the field as it was designed back uh, in the offseason? I mean, now you got Smith out at left tackle again. And, I, you know, I know they're saying it's this week, but man, I get the sense that this this is not a good situation for for him, and that it may be more than just one. You get that same kind of gut feeling. Yeah, I do, and I mean, you're uh, you're certainly trying to you know manage him and in, in his situation, and that's kind of been you know the mo with Tyron for a long time. I mean, something I like to tell people is I don't know that anybody realizes this, but. But Dak Prescott has never played a full season with him, just just to put in context how often he has been missing time. And, you know, granted, for a while, it was just kind of three games, three games, three games. Last year was really dramatic, obviously, as far as how much time he missed. And, and this year's kind of been a, a little bit, you know, in the middle of, of all or not. But, you know, I, not, not that I, it's a good thing or by any means, but, but I do think it's interesting that the Cowboys ruled him out so early. They are in this kind of – grace period i guess is, is how i would put it where they are effectively nfc east winners i mean and there's no you know there's no cap or t-shirt yet it, it, there is no formality but they are going to win this division and, and they know that i mean you know they're not nobody would would kind of uh poop all over themselves to the point that they would cough this up and so they do have this time and and i think you know you're trying to thread a needle but the the hope the extreme hope is that you give him the time off he needs right now so that a month from now he can get you through six weeks. I mean, that, that is the best plan I think you can come up with right now when it comes to him and his health situation. You mentioned the Cowboys are basically the NFC East champions. And, and look, they, they beat Washington uh, on, on, on Sunday. 
but with an 18 to nothing lead in the first quarter, then it's 27 to 20 in the fourth, and they're hanging on with with the, with uh, Washington with the football. So yeah, it's a win. But man, do you do you, do you walk away going hoorah for us after that performance? No, definitely not. I mean, I I was you know when it was uh, halftime, I was definitely planning a lot of content. Uh, to be honest with you, to to kind of you know have fun with it, and and you know there was the the drama with the benches at the beginning of the game, so I was all you know pumped and ready to kind of you know uh, really bleed that drive this coming week. But but then then the way you know they still win to your point, and you're right. I mean it kind of takes the fun out of it, it takes the air out of it, and so it's a win, but it's it's hard to really brag about it because the Cowboys almost coughed it up and. And that's kind of, I think, where where everyone is at with them. They've won two games in a row. They're undefeated in December. So on paper, that sounds amazing, right? Like, how, how could you ever possibly be upset with them? But their offense is so, you know, unbelievable. Their offense is unrecognizable. And that, that has really never been the case, uh, I think, for any Cowboys fan who's, you know, 30 or, or younger right now because – for the most part, you know, these people's adult lives, what has been good about this team in the seasons where they've had success has been the offense. And so this is kind of shaking, you know, people to their core in terms of, you know, freaking them out as far as who this team is, their DNA, et cetera. And so um, it's, it's terrifying to consider that the playoffs will be starting a month from now and that this might be the Cowboys team that, that you have to face off against the Rams with or whatever, with this offense not being able to do anything really productive right now. A lot of the criticism has been focused on Zach Pre- or on Dak Prescott, but is it Dak or is it the fact that he, his offensive line necessarily hasn't been intact during this time? I think that there's there's certainly blame to go around, and you, you know, for for you know, a lot of people have have looked at the the slump, or well, you know, that's obviously the, the vogue term this week. Uh, but but the stretch where he hasn't performed at all, and, and it's easy to connect it to the the return from the calf strain, just because that's when things started. And you know, I, I'm not I'm a doctor, uh, so I can't speak to how Dak is feeling medically in that capacity. But in this stretch, the Cowboys are being blitzed less, and they are still losing more. Uh, and and by that I mean. They're still allowing more pressure. So, you know, different defenses. I mean, we're talking different teams are sending far less people and they're getting home more often, which means they have more people in coverage. And so that is, you know, literally the the worst possible effect. And so that's the fault of the offensive line. Receivers are also dropping balls at, at four times the rate that they were in the stretch where the Cowboys are having success offensively. So, yeah, you can say, you know what, this, you know, this offensive line's not doing great. These receivers aren't doing great, but, I mean, that does not exonerate. I know that wasn't your, your point, but doesn't exonerate Dak. He has been awful. And I think, you know, there, there's, there's this reluctancy to criticize him because he has been kind of the best player on their team for so long. But, I mean, you know, call it, you know, pass rush, offensive line, wide receivers, whatever. That pick six he threw at the end to really breathe life into the Washington team. I mean, that's all Dak. I mean, he, he is not doing anybody any favors. He isn't just his victim. And so that's what's troubling is it isn't just one thing. It isn't just, okay, if the offensive line gets it together, then everything will stabilize. If the receivers stop dropping passes, everything will stabilize. Everybody has something to clean up. And, and like I said at the beginning, they do have this little window to work on it. And whether they're able to pull it off obviously remains to be seen, but they have to because this is, this is such a hard thing to get to. It's, I mean, it's, it's, we're, we're all kind of disappointed. They are 9-4. and four. And that is such an impossible thing to repeat year to year. And so 
if, if they don't want it to squander it, they have to find some way to get everything back on track. RJ, what do you make when you hear the uh, coaching staff in, in, in front office say, there's nothing wrong with Dak, there's nothing wrong with Zeke, uh, you know, they're, they're not hurt, and I don't know, man, maybe there isn't anything wrong with, with Dak, but there's certainly something wrong with Zeke. I mean, you, you can't deny that. You don't get MRIs just to go have something to do uh, on your off day. Yeah, I mean, this is the time of year uh, where fibbing happens a lot, right? Every parent, every child, hey, Santa Claus, he's getting you all these gifts. You know, it's definitely Santa. It's definitely not us, you know. Uh, so, you know, li- little white lies are told, um, you know, or, or in every household uh, throughout the world, uh, you know, this time of year. And so, I mean, I, I don't I don't truly believe that, that NFL coaching staff think we're stupid. Um, but, but I think that, you know, that's – they believe that you know those things offer them a slight advantage and normally i I mean not normally i i reject that i mean from a logical standpoint but i mean you know when the cowboys went to minnesota they said all week long that Dak prescott was fine he was totally good he was going to play he was trending in the positive direction and they won because mike zimmer said after the game of the minnesota vikings that they were caught off guard you know and so I mean, if it, if it works one out of a thousand times, you know, they're going to do it forever. I and mean, that's just kind of, you know, that's the game. And, and it's a little silly. It's, it's a little ridiculous. But um, they really believe that they're they're pulling some, some wool over people's eyes by, by lying that way. RJ, what do you got going on uh, blogging the boys right now? You know, we just put together a video on our YouTube channel uh, that is all about Micah Parsons. And then he's obviously the most exciting thing. Uh, that, that the Cowboys have gone for them right now. And he truly is incredible. We, we've run out of words. I've, I've exhausted the thesaurus uh, just trying to, to give him praise. And so we, we looked actually at the best seasons that, you know, the, the best defenders in the NFL have had over the last decade. We looked at 2020 and 2018 Aaron Donald, 2016 Khalil Mack, 2015 J.J. Watt, and 2008 James Harrison. All five of those seasons were defensive player of the year seasons. And Micah Parsons, through only 13 games, compares very favorably to all of their seasons in totality. And so we just kind of made a case, because uh, the NFL obviously watches our YouTube channel, uh, for why Micah Parsons should win Defensive Player of the Year. And so uh, hopefully that comes to fruition the night before the Super Bowl. RJ, as always, it is a pleasure, man. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. That is RJ Achoa from Blog of the Boys. 744 coming up next. Tim Watkins from Bears Illustrated. We'll talk to Tim next on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They say that Nick Saban sent a plane back to East Lansing to uh, when he got the job at, I guess it would have been LSU, and to, to get all his assistants, and none of them got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> And Brian Kelly had a similar situation. None of the Notre Dame people really wanted to go with Brian. I don't know what that tells you. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Tina and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Lorena plays for a state championship today at three against Brock. Yesterday, Westbrook and Strong claimed the six-man championships while Shiner topped Holly 47-12 for the 2A Division I title. Baylor gathered 20 signatures on the first day of the early signing period. Nine of the 12 offensive picks are listed on the offensive line. Three on the defensive side are linebackers. CBS Sports ranks Texas A&M with the best recruiting class after the first day of the early signing period. Texas ranks fifth and Oklahoma 10th. Emory Jones says he will enter the transfer portal after Florida plays in the Gasparilla Bowl. That opens the door for former Burleson quarterback Zaylin Kitna to earn the Gators quarterback duties next season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Samuel Studios. Seven forty-six. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics. Tom Barfield, Lark Smith, and for Ward White, and we're joined now by Tim Watkins from Bears Illustrated. Tim, good morning. What a busy day for you yesterday. Yeah, it's an incredibly busy day as Baylor put the uh, pen to the paper with 20 commitments and 20 now signees for the 2022 recruiting class. With uh, with the signature of Armani Winfield, uh, how did that change this class, in your opinion? It, it provided its marquee element. Uh, Winfield is a true top 24-7 player in the, in the 24-7 sports recruiting rankings. He's the ninth highest recruit ever signed by Baylor in the history of the 24-7 sports uh, database. So that's how big of a recruit he is. He is a heads-up win against those of the ilk of Texas, of Oklahoma, of LSU, of Alabama. He had 40 offers in hand. Baylor uh, had multiple visits from him over the summer. He came during the season while he was still committed to Texas. He decommitted from Texas late in the season in November, um, took that official visit to Baylor. So this is a big heads-up win, and make no mistake, Texas wanted him. Texas uh, was pushing on him. They had room for him, um, might even say they had budget for him in the NLI uh, uh, coffers, so to speak. He still chose to be a Baylor Bear over all of that other other uh, uh, non-substance stuff. You, you mentioned he decommitted uh, in late November. What was that about? I mean, it, was he pretty locked and sealed with Texas? And, and what was the decommit about? I think some of it was related to really the performance or, or, or in hindsight, lack thereof of, of the, uh, the Texas program. Uh, the, the, the Texas fans will also say that the wide receivers coach, and I, I forgive me, I can't remember his name right now, hasn't been the strongest recruiter. And, and looking at Texas and how they have recruited wide receivers, that's been a gap. They have an excellent, excellent uh, true freshman last year, Xavier Worthy, who's played well, but they've really had trouble getting marquee, uh, fresh, or, uh, marquee receivers on, on, uh, in their program, on the field, developing and into the NFL. They just haven't done that very often lately, and I think Winfield noticed that. This recruiting class, pretty light in skill position players, but very heavy on the offensive line. And I kind of like the fact that, that he went after offensive linemen. How about you? 
Oh, a- absolutely. So out of the 20, uh, 20 signees, 11 of them are slated for the offensive or defensive lines. That does include three edge rushers, and one of those in, in Can Roberts' day might be more suited for the tight end position, H-back position. But in the 24-7 sports database, you're getting 11 guys that are meant for the defensive or offensive line, six of which for the offensive line. And they got a lot of great, great players for that offensive line. You're talking about a top 10 interior offensive lineman in guard and George Mayo. You're talking about a fringe four-star offensive tackle in Alvin Eboselli. You're talking about a, a really intriguing uh, a center prospect in Colton Price, who if you squint, you can see a little bit of Jacob Gall in him. You see Timothy Dawn, uh, who's a very high upside interior offensive lineman. Caden Tiriaki and, and Bryce Simpson, two dream upon, wish upon a star offensive tackles uh, with a lot of athleticism, a lot of size. Tiriaki, six foot seven, three 325. There's not a lot of human beings that can be that size and move the way that Caden can. A lot of growth in that role, but you have to trust uh, Coach Eric Mateos, Coach Jeff Grimes, two of the more seasoned and professional offensive line coaches that have ever run through Baylor. Um, they're in really, really good hands, and that's one of the reasons why we're the pull, the caliber, and the, the talent on the offensive line class. Tim, with the with the conference championship game victory and then a trip to the Sugar Bowl, obviously that helps recruiting. Does that Did it help this class, or will it help – 23 I mean where, where does that fit in that that championship and that sugar bowl appearance and and all the things that uh, this this football team has achieved I, I don't know if it helped build this cat class but it helped keep this class uh, especially with all the dollars flowing out there in the world for the NLI rules uh, engagements from Texas Oklahoma Louisiana you're talking hundreds of thousand dollars and even reported millions of dollars for some of these kids. Uh, obviously, the loss of, of Joey McGuire, James Blanchard, and some sports staff to Texas Tech. Make no mistake, they made a run at some of the Baylor Bears that signed yesterday, such as Kyler Jordan, such as Jordan Neighbors. Jordan Neighbors was also getting interest from Tech, you know, or from Texas. So these were players that had interest outside. Baylor didn't lose a single one of these guys going into the final sprint of the class. That is a testament for that Big 12 championship. Where you're going to see that truly, truly pay off in building the class is that 2023 group, and, and we saw a big domino of that fall just about half an hour ago with the commitment of 2023 quarterback Austin Novosad out of Dripping Springs High School. Uh, he was top of the Baylor board for that recruiting quarterback class, and um, they got him this morning. All right, silly question. Hey, what are you working on for uh, for Bears Illustrated? So much stuff. We're breaking down the recruiting class. I'm actually interviewing Austin Novosad through direct message right now, uh, getting some good stuff here. I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys some early quotes. Let's see what I can get. Here's a breaker uh, right here. I, I like doing this. I asked him how the staff reacted, uh, and, and Coach Sean Bell was his primary recruiter. He's like, the entire staff went crazy, and they love that I am family now. And that really lines in with that person over player. And that's been a mantra in 2022. It's going to be a mantra in 2023. And really what that, that Baylor staff is building is trying to build that family environment. We've seen the success of that in the basketball program. Coach Dave Aranda is really trying to build that. You need stability. You can't have four coaches in a seven-year period and build that. Dave Aranda needs to be here a couple more years to truly have that family environment. Stack recruiting class upon recruiting class. And, and you know, this 2022 class, 20 strong, 
24-7 sports rates them at the 29th best class in the nation right now. That's a top 30 class. That isn't very common in Baylor University history. So this is something that, you know, going back the last 10, 15, 20 years, there's only a very small handful of top 30 classes and Dave Aranda and his staff put together one today, on yesterday. Hey, great work, Tim. Appreciate your time and uh, know that you, it's been crazy for you. And we uh, do appreciate you uh, giving us a few minutes this morning and uh, continued success. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have All a great right. day. You too. Tim Watkins from uh, Bears Illustrated. Uh, we can keep him on for an hour, but uh, he's uh, he's trust me, he's got things to do today. So, oh, yeah. Uh, he, he's a little busy, but uh, we were able to steal uh, a few minutes with with Tim, and that is good stuff. But, man, uh, again, attacking 23 and 24 mm-hmm. already. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, so. It never stops. Nope, it is. It's an ongoing process. So, there you go. All right. It is 7.55. We're five away from 8 o'clock. Tom and Larkin for uh, Ward today. Ward is in uh, Canton, Ohio for the uh, championship game between Mary Hart and Baylor and uh, North Central Illinois. And we'll check back in with him coming up in uh, in a few minutes. But right now, let's keep the uh, the conversation going, the Baylor conversation going. Let's bring in the voice of the Bears, John Morris, with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball, men's and women's swing back into action this weekend, both on the road. Give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Congratulations to Coach Dave Aranda and Baylor football. They announced a class of 20 signees. New Bears headed their way to Waco this year. The entire class and details available on the web at BaylorBears.com. Meanwhile, Baylor men's basketball, number one in the nation, back in action Saturday on the road. They'll play the Oregon Ducks in Eugene at 9 p.m. on Saturday night. And the Baylor women, number five in the nation, on the road at number 13 Michigan this Sunday afternoon. The game to be played at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Here's Baylor women's coach, Nikki Collin. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's an opportunity. I mean, we should look at every game as an opportunity, but obviously... This is more of a statement opportunity. Um, you know, we, we lost at Maryland on the road. This is um, as, as much as we were happy to come away with a win against Missouri. Missouri's not ranked. Um, so this is, this is an opportunity. This is a resume builder. This is 
Um, you know, and, and, and when you ask the question, like, how do we, how do we break down whether we're, you know, I, I don't, I don't necessarily look at anything as we're preparing for conference. I think it's the idea of right now, what are we doing? It's a combination of, of cleaning up the things that we've done that we haven't been able to clean up because we've just gone from game to game to game. And um, so what do we have in, what are we, what are we good at that we have to meet, be a little bit better at, you know, what do we have to tweak? And then ultimately, what do we have to add so that our playbook grows a little bit by the time conference starts? And then, you know, how do we even tweak that by the time you play teams a second time around? Um, when it comes to Michigan, you know, because we've been off, off in, in a way from, from game prep since Alcorn, you know, we, we spent three days in a row, like not really doing anything Michigan driven, um, really focused on us, um, a lot of fundamental stuff, getting back to ball handling, passing, um, spread situations, driving, when to kick, when to drop, you know, getting to our spots, things like that. So truly, you know, dialing it back, back to the fundamentals that are going to happen in the course of a play, um, a freelance situation, you know, all of those things, you know, in a game. Nikki Collin and the fifth-ranked Baylor women in action Sunday against 13th-ranked Michigan, part of the Basketball Hall of Fame's Women's Showcase in Connecticut. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott's going to toss the play wide to Pollard. Only heard here. Broke a tackle, got a block on the edge, sprinting to the 50. Pollard down the left sideline. All season. All the way to the pylon. Touchdown, Pollard. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from MetLife Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the New York Giants Sunday morning at 11 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. If you have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 18th and Sunday, December 19th at the Bell County Expo. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers. They buy, sell, and trade firearms at the shows. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety at the shows is extensive. But oftentimes, they don't have it, well, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find survivalist equipment, collectibles, and tons of ammo. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, December 18th, 9 to 5, and December 19th, noon to 4 at the Bell County Expo. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. After 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. The 8 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest. Now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by 7601 Imperial Drive to apply. We are uh, joined now on the program 
this morning by Jeff Tarpley from Gigum Two Four Seven Sports. Uh, and, and Jeff, first of all, good morning. Thanks for uh, thanks for the the visit this morning. Uh, what what a great day if you're a Texas Aggie. Yeah, this is the number one class in the country as of right now. If that holds up uh, after after the February signing day, it would be the first time ever that A&M has wound up with the number one class in the country, at least as what we would call the Internet era, uh, which is probably the last 20 years or so. Uh, A&M, I think, had the number one class uh, way back in the day, the 80s, back when I was in, in school there uh, per USA Today. But I think this is a little bit different given uh, how – I would say it's a little more – it's more scientific now. I don't know if the hit rate has changed much, but it, it's still a little more scientific, and at least in terms of the Internet era, the the depth of this class as well as the, the, the quality of it is just kind of amazing, especially coming off an eight and four season like A&M did. I was going to say, take us through what, what made this uh, the, the number one class in the country. I think the main thing is it was jump started by A&M's win over Alabama. I, I don't think people realize at the time uh, everybody focused on the win, of course. But A&M had one of the best collections of talent in the country that weekend in College Station for that game. And remember, they had lost back-to-back games. Uh, they had lost to Arkansas, not a good loss at all. They would lost at home to Mississippi State. Uh, and so they were able to get going early, which was a problem all, you know, in their losses all season, but they were able to get going early and they were able to get the crowd in the game. And it was, you know, to, to beat, to be the only team to beat the number one, what turned out to be the number one seed in the college football playoffs. Uh, and to show the potential of the program, A&M still wound up finishing 88 and four, but at the end of the day, the kids that were there saw, hey, look, we can be a part of this. We can be a part of something really, really special. And you know, Jimbo Fisher, uh, he's a very, very charismatic guy. Uh, you know, And he hires really, really good recruiters who they may not be as charismatic as him, but they're going to be very personable guys. They're all going to work really, really hard on this. At the end of the day, all of that combined for – A&M to continue to work these kids to make them feel like that, hey, look, we're building something. We want you to be a part of it, and most of all, for the kids to reciprocate that. And Jimbo Fisher's always kind of been a closer. Uh, He was a closer at Florida State. He always did real well on signing day in February. Now he's translating that into December. A&M went down to the wire with a lot of kids, as far as I can tell. They won most of those battles, and now you've got the number one class, and February's coming up, and we'll see if they can add to it before then. I have to agree with you. The dynamic personality of Jimbo Fisher is probably the reason why uh, A&M has been able to sign this number one class. Of course, it's all based on analytics from all types of different sources, as you said here in the Internet era. But one of the things I like to read every year when Texas Football Magazine comes out is a section that talks about you know, how recruiting classes did, you know, like five years ago. So I'm going to be interested in the 2028 Texas Football Magazine, if I'm still around at that time, to, to see exactly how this A&M recruiting class actually does perform on the field. Yeah, Jimbo Fisher, he, 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 
he's just a when you talk about being charismatic, he can relate to everybody, and that is something that with his you know West you know he's from West Virginia. So, you know, West Virginia is not necessarily part of the South, but he certainly is part of a, that kind of culture. And so he can, you know, he can go into Texas, he can go in places like Florida. He can relate to everybody, like parents, relate to high school coaches, relate to kids. You know, A&M went out and uh, snagged some people out of the West coast. And that's something that they necessarily haven't been doing. So, he, he's got a lot, you know, he, he's got a lot to sell right now. Uh, you know, and, and let's talk about this too. A&M has enough money <laughs> to where they're literally bulldozing the football facility they, they got, which is, which are some of the best in the country. And they're going to start over. Now, when you're an 18 year old, you come to campus and you see the vision for that, that, Hey, look, you know what? What you're seeing right now is really impressive. Guess what? We don't think it's good enough. We're just going to knock it all down and start over. And here's our master plan for it. And it looks really, really impressive. It's going to tie everything together a lot better than it is now. But you just add all of that together. You add the players who believe in what AM's culture, what Fisher and his staff are trying to do, uh, you know, all of this together wound up producing that top-ranked class in the country. You mentioned this being the early signing period, of course, the uh, signing day coming up in February. Will we see a early signing period like this again? Uh, we, we all know what the purpose of it was, but, uh, Jeff, as you know, the, the the side effects, if you will, is it cost guys their jobs in the middle of the season. Guys were leaving other programs in the middle of the season to take over those jobs. I mean, it, it, it created kind of a mess, in my opinion. Yeah, I think there were everybody intended that this would take pressure off of people, to take pressure off coaches, it's take you know take pressure off players. Instead, unfortunately, what it's done is ratcheted up, and you've accelerated everything. Instead of sitting there and waiting, you know, in terms of coaches, yeah, you you sit there and you're not waiting until the end of the season anymore, even the bowl games to make a decision. You're and, and you're trying to, you're trying to accelerate things to make decisions to help out uh, your coach that you're bringing in by giving them a little bit more of a head start. The problem is nobody, you know, nobody's going to leave in the middle of the you know, You're firing a guy in the middle of the season, but you're not bringing in anyone middle of the season and they're not going to have a staff anyway so they're not really able to do anything to get players you know for that early signing day and as a result because of you know used to you have a coaching change and you would give a coach two months to get things going and and put a class together for february instead now you're literally gutting a school's entire class. And, and, and essentially, it's almost like they're on, it's the old days, it's NCAA probation, and they can only sign a class of 10 or a class of 15 or whatever. Or you're hovering under the specter of an NCAA probation so that kids are like, oh, we don't know, you know, do we really want to go there? We're not going to play in a bowl game. There might be future sanctions, that kind of thing. And they've got to get for the sake of the sport, they've probably got to get away from that. And 
Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, you know, he he pointed out in an interview a while back. He said, "Hey, I warned everybody about this, or a lot of things that people wouldn't see coming, unintended consequences." And sure enough, that's what's happened, and, and that's one of the reasons too that you know you're seeing schools like A and M give Jimbo Fisher tenures, uh, Penn State give James Franklin tenures, Mel Tucker, Michigan State get tenures. You know, maybe Mel Tucker, or, you know, James Franklin's further jobs. On the other hand, James Franklin at Penn State has not yet kept the end. I don't think he's finished in the top five up there, maybe not even the top ten. But if you let these guys go, it's kiss of death. You know, you just wiped out a year, year's worth of recruiting. And you don't, you know, you get through and uh, what's supposed to be a senior class that can carry your team uh, can – become a bulwark for the program in terms of you know playing two or three years and then having that senior class that care you know that that carries you through a season well instead you're you're not you don't have any seniors to play and you know that's really you know on the product on the field that's really really important i think ultimately the product on the field is going to suffer and the NCAA is going to have to step in and do something about that uh, issue is is that they're just not equipped to do that anymore. Uh, you know, they need to reverse course on this stuff. Can they do that? I mean, it's a very dysfunctional organization right now. We'll wait and see. Jeff, uh, four five-stars, 18 four-stars uh, among the class yesterday. When you look at that class, was there a guy that signed yesterday that you went, oh, wow, didn't think that A&M was going to close him, but they got it done anyway? A&M was in really good shape on most of these guys uh, down the stretch. So, well, let me rephrase it. Jake Johnson, uh, the, the the tight end, top perhaps top already tight end in the country uh, from from Georgia. That's a guy that A&M really wasn't considered a serious contender for until late. Uh, but his Jake's brother Max is. Uh, you're eventually going to hear the, the news that he's he's coming to A&M. Of course, he's going to he's going to make an announcement. He didn't want to take away from from Jake's day. But A&M's relationship with Brad Johnson, uh, who is who played at Florida State, but he worked camps uh, at Florida State with Jimbo Fisher. They go back a long way together, and as a result, A&M was able to hang around and win. LSU's class just kind of imploded. Uh, Fisher and company were able to step in and provide a landing spot, not just for Jake, but also for Max, who hit the NCAA portal. And you're you're not only are you getting a great tight end, hey, you're getting a quarterback who had a great touchdown interception ratio uh, at LSU. And he's a guy who <laughs> he didn't have a lot of help last year. Uh, pass blocking was was not very good. He got sacked six times against A and M. Uh, he lost his top receiver midway through the year to injury. Uh, didn't have much of a running game. Still managed to put up really really solid numbers. So, you know, now you bring him in. You got him competing ostensibly with with Haynes King in the spring, and then also with Connor Whitman, who is. Uh, the, the five-star quarterback from the Houston area, you're in a much, you know, a, a- and had a quarterback competition 
last spring in in, in August. They're they're about to have a one that's going to be have much higher quality people involved uh, when it's all said and done uh, this spring and perhaps into the summer. Jeff, uh, besides recruiting, what are you guys working on on uh, Gigum two four seven? I think recruit. You know, for once, recruiting is about. <laughs> about everything anyone wants to talk about right now uh you know we're, we're you know it's just funny when you go down the boards uh you start put something up and it got you know a you know, thousand views that kind of thing and now i'm putting stuff up and just saying hey i heard this bit of news on, on the football team and it'll have three thousand views uh you know i put up something over the week a&m's looking for a defense coordinator and i put up you know just for if nothing else, just to sit there and go, hey, look, if you if you want a high-profile name, here's a list of 10 high-profile defense quarter names to look at. And over, you know, it was, I think the last time I checked, it had 100,000 views plus. So we're really, you know, everybody's into this right now. And even though the bowl game isn't drawing much interest, recruiting is, is going to continue to carry the site uh, through the end of the year, through the bowl game, and then into February. Jeff, uh, as always, it is a pleasure. Man, we appreciate your time today. Thanks, guys. Always appreciate you having me on. Talk to you soon. And as uh, Jeff Tarpley from uh, Gigum 247, uh, they're all smiles, Lark, uh, oh, with, yeah. uh, with that class. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I say, it's all analytics right now. Sure it is. Proof is on the field. And uh, you know, with Jimbo Fisher there, I think we're going to see the proof. So uh, it is, let's see, what do we got? Uh, 15 after 8, 8.15. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Lark will check back in with Ward coming up in a few minutes. We'll also uh, visit with Bryce Cherry. Busy, busy time for mm-hmm. for the uh, for Bryce and the staff. And uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Coach Aranda. I think uh, John Warner is reporting that uh, the deal for Dave is is pretty much done. They're just trying to get it all kind of finished up and uh, so we'll talk about that we'll talk about Baylor football headed to uh to new orleans we'll talk some recruiting Baylor hoops uh high school football there's a lot going on and we'll get to it all with bryce cherry coming up at the bottom of the hour but right now let's get to uh and we'll check the weather forecast too by the way it's going to be toasty again today good stuff uh, uh we'll uh we'll get to all of that but first we're going to get to the cowboy report here's christy scales Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Sunday at the Giants has led to talk comparing Cowboy rookie Micah Parsons to all-time Giants great Lawrence Taylor. An expert weighs in after this. Head to the Star in Frisco to experience the most electrifying event of the season, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. This must-see event kicks off with the lighting of the Star's massive Christmas tree and leads to an unforgettable performance showcasing the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, Dallas Cowboys Rhythm and Blue, mascot Rowdy, Santa Claus, and special appearances from Dallas Cowboys football heroes. Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza is free and open to the public. Visit thestardistrict.com for more info. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. 
Sunday's game at the Giants features Cowboys rookie linebacker Micah Parsons, a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year, playing where all-time Giants great Lawrence Taylor plied his trade. Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn grew up in New Jersey idolizing Taylor, so his thoughts on the comparisons of the two is interesting. LT was my favorite player, there's no doubt about it. Had the uh, poster on the wall, the whole thing. For Micah, we just want him to be the best version of himself. You know, he's an outside linebacker some, a defensive end some. He's also an inside linebacker. We blitz him from off the ball. So it's a different game than it was then, but uh, for certainly he was he was my favorite player. Parsons already has 12 sacks this season. LT averaged 11 per year over his 13 seasons. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Another mild day here in Central Texas. As we'll see mostly cloudy skies, we do have a 30% chance of a late day shower, maybe an isolated storm, 79 degrees the high. Mostly cloudy tonight, we drop to 66 and mostly cloudy tomorrow, 20% chance of an afternoon shower and a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, Way Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Samuels Dodge. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Game time on a Thursday. Beautiful day here in the heart of Texas. Going to be. Uh, it's going to just be a gorgeous day. I think blue sky, sunshine, 
and uh, 70 something degrees. Uh, I think they call it for some little rain here. Hey, there. Will you work with me here? Uh, just, I'm, I'm a realist, you know. <sighs> Man, I tell you what, good help's hard to find. Ward Whites, <laughs> how are you? Outstanding. How are you, gentlemen? We are good. We were. I was just trying to uh, throw you a little curveball about the weather, and Lark wouldn't work with me. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so uh, you are in Canton. Uh, walk us through what, what do the Crusaders have planned? for today and their final day of preparation for the national championship well they've been through meetings already this morning uh and now they're at breakfast having breakfast they'll go back to meetings uh after breakfast and then they'll do their taping here at the hotel and go to the stadium and have another practice today uh getting ready for the stag bowl coming up tomorrow night uh and tonight after practice they will uh meet up back here and go through some more meetings and some film work uh, later on this afternoon. And then tonight uh, they are uh, getting on a bus and uh, going over to Dave & Buster's for a night of fun uh, and dinner at Dave & Buster's. So the team gets to have a little bit of fun tonight. Uh, they'll come back and go through meetings one more time uh, tonight after Dave & Buster's and then lights out and tomorrow morning they'll get back up for breakfast and it's game day. This year's Stag Bowl has a couple of finalists for the Gagliardi Trophy, one of those Jefferson Fritz. Tell us a little bit about his play at Mary Harden Baylor over his career. Yeah, he has been outstanding over his career, Lark, and he is a, an All-American who has really been the uh, staple of that defense. Uh, Jefferson Fritz does so many things on the football field, not only a leader on the football field, but he has 62 tackles on the year, uh, two fumble recoveries, two interceptions, uh, and also he punts for the Crusaders on occasion. Sometimes Cunningham comes in and punts, and, and sometimes it's Jefferson Fritz that does the punting for them. Uh, and he also, uh, as a punter, get this, guys, as a punter for Jefferson Fritz, he has a 47-yard average wow. as a punter. And it's not just a couple of punts a game you know, that he gets in. He, he has several of those. He also is the guy that has kind of a free reign on the punting uh, situation. If he sees the defense is backed off or if they're sitting up for the return and he has an opportunity to go for the first down, he just tucks it and runs uh, and, and is able to pick up the first down. He's done that three times so far this season as a punter. And, oh, by the way, he returns punts as well. So Jefferson <laughs> Fritz all over the field uh, for the Crusaders. Did he drive the bus up there too? You know, he probably could if you ask him to. <laughs> <laughs> On the other side of the ball, they have Andrew Kamaski, a uh, wide receiver that's also up for that trophy. Do you know anything about him? Yeah, he is a guy that, that is kind of the go-to guy for this team, and he has 67 catches for 1,150 yards and 11 touchdowns. He's the leading receiver for Luke Linen, uh, the freshman quarterback for uh, North Central, and he's a, a big guy. He He's six foot one, 190 pounds, and he sits in that slot receiver a lot of times. Sometimes he goes on the outside, but most of the time he's in that slot receiver, and they like to run him down into that open zone on the right side quite a bit. And so he's one of the favorite targets for Luke Linen, the freshman quarterback for North Central. And he, he's a guy that, that's been kind of a go-to guy for them as well. He also returns punts and returns kickoff for North Central. So... He is probably their most valuable player on offensive side of the ball, Art. We, we kid about the weather, uh, Ward, but uh, what is the weather like, and are the players getting acclimated to uh, th that uh, part of the world? 
You know, it's not really that bad as far as the coldness that they saw last week in Whitewater. Right now it's just 55 degrees. Uh, there is a little bit of wind this morning. Uh, it feels like 54 degrees. Cloudy skies, though. The sun has not come out a single time since we've been in Canton. So it's been overcast the entire time. And I mentioned earlier today that there was rain during the most of the entire practice yesterday. And uh, it was a chilly rain, but it wasn't just a cold uh, driving rain yesterday at practice. Expecting a little bit of rain again today. Uh, not the entire day, but there should be some uh, scattered showers throughout Canton today. And then tomorrow at game time, they're expecting a little bit more rain again, but not too terribly cold uh, tomorrow night. So uh, hopefully that, that coldness will, will hold off uh, for the Crusaders uh, at game time. But, you know, it, last week you, you wake up on game day and you look out the windows at the hotel and it's snowing. You think, oh, boy, this, this could get real interesting in a hurry. But by the time we got to the game, uh, it was just cold because of the wind, and the sun was out, so it wasn't too bad uh, for the Crusaders. So I, I think the the weather's really going to hold up except for a little light rain. It's not supposed to be heavy rain, so that could be a good thing. And, look, it, the Crusaders like to run the ball if they're capable of running the ball. Uh, so that, that may play into their hands coming up tomorrow night. All right. Uh, I know that you just finished up with the uh, team breakfast, so go ahead and get that team nap, and we will uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you in a little bit. All right, guys. All right, Ward. Thanks. See you. We'll talk to you. Hey, give me a call later. Uh, we'll we'll visit with Ward hopefully a little later on. Uh, uh, John Morse is traveling again today. He is headed to Oregon for the uh, basketball game. So I'll be uh, I'll be pinch hitting for John this afternoon and. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what we come up with in that 3 o'clock hour here on ESPN Central Texas. Hopefully, Lark will check in with us from, uh, from AT&T and yeah, give I'll, us a, a quick preview probably, right before kickoff. I'll try my best to do that. So, uh, or right around kickoff. Or see, maybe you know. give you a end of the first quarter score or something could, like that. Could yeah. do that. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be in for John at three o'clock this afternoon, and and then Matt Mosley's coming up at four o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas. It is eight twenty-eight, and uh, we're going to uh, hopefully Bryce has set the alarm, and we'll get we'll get him. You're going to be his wake up call. Oh yeah, we, we're the eight thirty wake up call for Bryce. <laughs> so, uh, Bryce Cherry for the Waco Tribute Herald is coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in the head coach of the number one ranked Baylor Bears, Coach Scott Drew. Most importantly, we got the win and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year and uh, only us in Gonzaga out of 358 schools have been able to do that. And if you go in the last six years, uh, Duke, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, the only ones to be ranked uh, number one uh, four out of six years. Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. If you're paying too much for health insurance for yourself and your employees, and you probably are, 
Listen closely to this message. Our agency, in addition to representing all the major medical companies, we have an exclusive contract with one of our carriers that no other agent has in the entire country. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. Our plans encourage educated consumption of health care. And as a result, we've been able to save employees and employers thousands of dollars. I have a local company here with a little over 100 employees, and we're able to save them in the last 12 months over $100,000 in premium dollars. This is indeed fact. It's worth 10 minutes of your time to talk to Hurley Benefit Services to learn how you can save thousands on health insurance costs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned, and they're online at hurleybenefitservices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y benefitservices.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday 6 to 8 and Saturday 8 to 5. Lorena plays for a state championship today at three against Brock. Yesterday, Westbrook and Strong claimed the six-man championship while Shiner topped Holly 47-12 for the 2A Division I title. Baylor gathered 20 signatures on the first day of the early signing period. Nine of the 12 offensive picks are listed on the offensive line. Three on the defensive side are linebackers. CBS Sports ranks Texas A&M with the best recruiting class after the first day of the early signing period. Texas ranks fifth and Oklahoma 10th. Longhorns associate head coach Stan Drayton has been hired as the new head coach for the Temple Owls. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and 
Larkin for Ward, who is uh, up in Canton with the uh, UMHB football team. And we welcome into the program the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good, Tom. How are you? Doing terrific. Uh, <laughs> crazy busy. And I'm not real sure where to begin, but I think I want to begin with uh, the report uh, that John had out yesterday that uh, Dave Aranda and Baylor have come to an agreement. Uh, they just got to, I guess, dot some I's and cross some T's. And, man, that, uh, from a Baylor perspective, is uh, is great news for, for Baylor football fans. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Baylor fans were kind of sweating uh, for a long time whether Aranda might uh, – might be headed for other pastures and, and it looks like he's going to stick around. I mean, I think he's, you know, really uh, made it clear that, uh, that he kind of fits at Baylor, that this is, you know, that he's weird and Baylor's weird and they kind of want to be weird together. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I, I think it's, it's great for, for the bears and um, obviously uh, they've been working on this for a few weeks now and, uh, I think wanted to get through the Big 12 championship game and stuff before they made any kind of an announcement. But uh, but yeah, it's it's good for Baylor. Do you think sports writers will quit asking him about that? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> you know this this is going to be a, a a trending topic for a while. Let's put it that way. I mean, uh, I think as long as you know he's one of those sort of buzzworthy names. Um, you know, and, and we get, you know, into next season and there's job openings, um, you know, his name's going to be attached to some of those. So wh- whether, it, you know, those reports are accurate or not. I understand that money drives all of this, but uh, somewhere along the way, the fruit basket turnover has to stop, doesn't it? Uh, you know, in terms of the coaching? Yeah, uh, the changes. coaching carousel. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's always going to be going to a certain extent. I mean, uh, you're right. I mean, obviously jobs get filled, but, um, you know, I do feel like that uh, we've talked about this before on the program, but with the earlier signing, you know, day now, uh, teams are going to make these coaching changes earlier and earlier. You're going to see uh, – coaching changes in the in the middle of the season like you did with TCU like you did with Texas Tech uh, it's going to happen and and so uh, I think that that's you know uh, an unintended uh, side effect to the earlier signing period that coaches really sort of pushed for um, I did see a report where um, you know they may talk about pushing you know pushing it back into january now uh the, the early signing period we'll see uh maybe maybe that would change things a little but uh, the fact of the matter is these these programs want to hang on to their recruits <laughs> and so they want to get coaches into those uh, vacancies and so yeah i mean you know if uh this is a this is a prove it kind of business, and so you're always going to have, you know, openings every year. Bryce, uh, you you mentioned uh, or the early signing period yesterday. Obviously, the uh, the start of the early signing period, and and, and I know Baylor's uh, philosophy is person over player, but at the end of the day, you still got to have good football players. When you when you look at this class that uh, Dave, Dave Arandon and his staff put together, is this about athlete? Or is this about need? 
Uh, great question. Uh, probably, probably more on the on the need side. Um, I thought you might ask me what I thought about the class, and I was just going to say, heck, if I know. I mean, because <laughs> that's the thing about recruiting. I mean, it's all just a, a guessing game, and and I mean, at least the coaches have done their you know due diligence and done their homework on these guys, gotten to watch them, watch film. Um, watch them in person, get to know them as, as people. Um, and, and all of that matters, but I mean, I haven't watched all these kids, so I, you know, I don't know how they're going to turn out. Um, but I always sort of take recruiting rankings with a grain of salt. Uh, cause to me, I said it to John yesterday, the only recruiting rankings that matter are the ones that, you know, Dave Campbell's Texas football does five years after the mm-hmm. fact. We, we you know? honestly, Lark just talked about yeah, that. I brought that up earlier. And, and you know, uh, it's always interesting to look at a class three, four, five years later. You know, half of them aren't there; some of them are other places. I mean, it's it, it is interesting to see how how that all unfolds uh, as you go by year to year. And with the transfer portal, how much would this stand up? Yeah, good point. Exactly. You know, the, to me, the the more interesting thing about signing day yesterday was it, it was the first signing day in the NIL era. And um, now you're going to have, uh, you know, players kind of going to the highest bidder, you know, in some cases. Um, and, you, you know, you saw the number one recruit in the country end up at Jackson State. When have we ever seen that? Um, and I mean, obviously that had a lot to do with, you know, Deion Sanders being the coach at Jackson state, but, but this is a new age. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how colleges sort of navigate that. Talking with Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald, uh, Bryce, uh, one final thought on football, the bears getting ready for, uh, for, uh, the sugar bowl and, and just, uh, what will what will your coverage look like as uh, as the Bears get ready to take on Ole Miss? John Werner will be down there from the outset in terms of like as soon as the team arrives, he'll be there as well. Um, and then uh, Rod ate a lot, and myself will be traveling uh, later on together uh, to, to come down. I think we're getting there on the twenty ninth, thirtieth, thirtieth. 30th is when we get there i had to think for a second but uh yeah we'll be there a few days and um yeah so we'll have you know stories from new orleans and uh and obviously game coverage and all that jazz i think you ought to join me every morning on the morning show from from new orleans what do you think you know I'm gonna want to sleep in at least once. So. <laughs> oh boy, I, I knew that would be a resounding no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how polite question. I said it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you you did very politely. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, uh, Lorena and China uh, state championship games. Lorena today and China Spring tomorrow. Well, it, it, very exciting for those two communities. No doubt, and it's uh, it's been cool to see how they've kind of supported each other. Um, you know, I've seen it on social media. I was talking with Brian Bell earlier this week, and he said that, um, 
Lorena had sent over a couple of cookie cakes over to the school, you know, just kind of as a congratulatory thing. So that's always neat. Um, you know, I always thought it was cool a few years ago when La Vega won its first uh, state championship and Willie Williams gave a shout out to guys like uh, Mark Bell and Ray Biles. And, you know, uh, back then Lorena was in La Vega's district and, um, you know, that I thought that was really cool that he was like, Hey, I'm bringing this back, not just for La Vega, but you know, to central Texas. So uh, we've got a real football sort of family here. Um, and, you know, I think everyone is, uh, is rooting for Ray Biles. Just Absolutely. because, you know, what a guy he is. You're talking about 30 years now at Lorena. Uh, I thought it was funny. Uh, he, we had a quote in the story recently where, he was like, well, you know, we sh- I wish we could have got it done in year one. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, good grief. Yeah, but then what have you done so, for me lately, Ray? Right, yeah. exactly. He's just such a likable guy. But, yeah. man, I think uh, they're going to be hard to beat. Uh, I mean, obviously, Brock is very good, Absolutely. very talented. But uh, Lorena is just smoking teams. I mean, you're, they've, they've put up more than 50 points in seven straight games and obviously that includes every game in the playoffs yeah they come in at 13 and two but those two losses are to franklin and china spring and both of those teams are playing in the state championship they're both 30 and 0 by the way yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) not like they play the slouches and and they were one touchdown losses by the way too so keep that in mind on top of it hey basketball you got the women at number five you got the men at number one they're both back in uh back in action uh coming up this uh this weekend after finals so uh what do you make of uh scott drew's team and in in nikki's team uh uh uh, you know still in december no doubt uh they're they're playing well um you know i've gotten a chance to see uh, the men in person. I haven't seen the women yet in person, but I'll get that opportunity soon enough. But um, yeah, I mean they're they're playing great, um, and both teams should contend for Big Twelve titles and beyond. Um, and you know, I just I I give Nikki Collin a lot of credit for just sort of uh, maintaining you know the ship, so to speak. I mean, I think people were you know nervous, kind of how how that transition might go, but, but, uh, she's, you know, she's bringing her own style of basketball in and that's fine. Cause there's multiple ways to, to win. Um, and I, I think it's a little bit more of a, a WNBA type style. Um, and, and I think that will serve Baylor well in recruiting because you'll get players who, um, want to sort of, grow their game and and get pro ready as they're doing it. And uh, you're definitely seeing that with Melissa Smith. Uh, I think there's a very real chance that, uh, you know, come next spring, she could be the number one pick in the WNBA draft. You make a great point. At the end of the day, uh, that program, it, it's now Nikki Collins' basketball team. Her name's on the front door of the office. And, uh, you know, the way she wants to do it is the way they ought to do it. And Yeah. Yeah. And, no, and nobody's ever going to forget, you know, no. who preceded her. Kim Mulkey will be a legend around here for a long time, and I think there will come a day, it'll probably be, you know, a number of years down the road, but where, you know, they'll do something here to, to really honor Kim in terms of a, a statue or, you know, some something. I mean, 
uh, and that'll be well deserved. Um, you know, I, I think if she had been around, I'm sure they would have hung a banner in, in terms of uh, in recognition of her Hall of Fame, um, you know, entry earlier this year. But uh, but yeah, she's gone. It's Nikki's team, and we've talked about it before. I mean, you don't want her to be Kim. You want her to be herself. And, um, you know, and if you're Baylor fans, you still want her to win, but you can do it a different way. And then as far as the men, man, uh, shoot, it's unreal the defensive performance they put together against Villanova, um, a team that was, what, like fifth in the country in scoring or something like that uh, in offense and um, held them to 36 points. I mean, just mind-boggling. That was, you know, defense was was one of Baylor's bread and butters last season, and they might be there just as good, if not better. Uh, they certainly have, you know, bigger, taller, stronger wings, you know, uh, in Brown and Sokin, uh, you know, there. They, those two guys for freshmen defend like, uh, you know, guys that I'm not sure I've ever seen. You know, it is – is incredible the collection of talent that left here after the national championship and yet here you sit at number one in the country and may be a better defensive team than you were a year ago I mean it's amazing to me it is it's mind-boggling I mean uh, I I think there was a lot of uh, well-deserved questions coming into this season just what this team would look like and because, I mean, they were very guard-driven last year, and all those guards were gone pretty much. I mean, uh, you know, Maceo was gone. Davion was gone. Jared Butler was gone. I mean, so, uh, you know, and then you had your energy guy that was gone and Mark Vidal, um, and all of them got NBA chances. I mean, you know, those were very, very good players and the leaders of your team. And, and you still had some, some talent coming back. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew Matthew Meyer could play, you know, Chamu Chachua, everyday John. Let's just call him that. Uh, <laughs> it's too early to be saying that guy's last name. Uh, uh, he's, a, he's a great energy guy, could kind of fill the Mark Vidal role, I think. But uh, I tell you what, those freshmen have just come in and infused this, this team with uh, some – some new energy and some obviously very legit talent. All right, Bryce, uh, what do we got? Uh, what do we got in the Waco trip today? What do we got coming up uh, tomorrow and this weekend? Yeah, so obviously uh, Chad will be uh, at Jerry World, and you know we'll have the the uh, game stories on Arena today, China Spring tomorrow. I have a feature coming tomorrow on China Springs senior class and uh, just the legacy that they've kind of left with these last couple of playoff runs and um and then another thing to look out for i mean obviously uh you know we've talked a lot about it in the last week but uh you know dave campbell will uh will have his service tomorrow and uh, we plan to do at least you know <laughs> at least one more story uh just kind of uh out of that but um you know it's been a it's been a hard week for all of us that you know everyone that knew dave but um certainly a life well lived as you reflected and, and i was going to ask you this early as you reflect dave the uh, sports editor of the waco trip you you now uh carry that uh, that uh, that legacy on i mean what does what does that mean to you personally 
Oh, man. Uh, when I first got that job, uh, you know, I was at the Trib for about 14 years at that time. 2012 is when I made the move up to sports editor. And, yeah, that was a, that was something I thought about and was like, man, you know, Dave Campbell sat in this chair. You know what I mean? It was just like that's, that's a lot of responsibility uh, because nobody ever did it like Dave. And, and I don't try to be Dave. I mean, uh, just like, you know, Nikki Collin can't be Kim Mulkey. I can't be Dave Campbell. Uh, so, you know, you got to do things your own way, but certainly I, uh, I take a lot of responsibility, a lot of pride in just, you know, trying to carry on that legacy because as I said, I mean, nobody, nobody did it like him. There'll never be another. Bryce, well done. We appreciate your time today as always. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Lark. We'll see you later. That is a uh, Bryce Cherry from the uh, Waco Tribute Herald. It is eight. 50. You are 10 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Greenies coming up at 9 o'clock. And again, we're back at 3 in for John Morris. And Matt Mosley's here at 4 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show. Now, 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Join us Wednesday, December 22nd, live from Rudy's for a Sugar Bowl preview show featuring head coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, the 22nd. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's. Now beginning at 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Dust off those boots, Texas. It's time for the rodeo. The incredible Ram Texas Circuit Finals, presented by Republic Gun Club, is returning to the Extraco Event Center. From December 30th through January 1st, you can watch the best of the best from Texas Circuit battle for the chance to compete at the Ram National Circuit Finals Rodeo. Come experience what everyone else is talking about and purchase your tickets now at extracoeventcenter.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Lorena plays for a state championship today at three against Brock. Yesterday, Westbrook and Strong claimed the six-man championship while Shiner topped Holly 47-12 for the 2A Division I title. Baylor gathered 20 signatures on the first day of the early signing period. Nine of the 12 offensive picks are listed on the offensive line. Three on the defensive side are linebackers. CBS Sports ranks Texas A&M with the best recruiting class after the first day of the early signing period. Texas ranks fifth and Oklahoma 10th. Longhorns associate head coach Stan Drayton has been hired as the new head coach for the Temple Owls. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, here we go. 850, 854 on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Lark mentioned it uh, during the Sports Center. Uh, Lorena and Brock coming up at 3 o'clock today. We wish Ray Biles and mm-hmm. his group the uh, the best of luck. All right, uh, the, the, the awards keep coming in. Baylor football senior Jalen Petrie has been named to the 2021 American Football Coaches Association All-America First Team. That is a ton of awards for Jalen Petrie and this Baylor football team. He deserves every one of them. He's been a player. Pleasure to watch the last couple of years. AM, Alabama, Georgia, all uh, right there jockeying for that number one spot. But the Aggies get the number one recruiting class in America. What do you make of that? It's, uh, you know, it's all analytics. Uh, people have their opinions. Uh, like I say, the, the proof is in the pudding. We'll see what happens five years from now. It's all about relationships, isn't it? Temple yeah. has hired Texas associate head coach and uh, running game coordinator Stan Drayton. And uh, he was hired. By Arthur Johnson, who spent time in the athletic department, who's now the new AD at mm-hmm. Temple. So uh, it, it's about relationships. Yeah, it always has been, and that's just you know the the coaching profession, the sports profession. It's uh, it's all a uh, what do they call it? Networking type yep, deal. There's no question. Yeah. And uh, finally, the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> have sent Urban Meyer to the bench. Uh, they fired him last night, and uh, Daryl. Bevel will be the the, the uh, offensive coordinator will be the interim head coach as that debacle continues yeah. in Jacksonville. Bevel's had one other opportunity to be an, an interim coach to, with the Detroit Lions several years ago, so it's not his first rodeo at that. All right, uh, so here we go. We got uh, again coming up at nine. It's going to be the uh, the. Uh, Greeny program, and then at three this afternoon, the John Moore Show. I'll be in for John this afternoon at three, and Matt Mosley will be here at four o'clock. Many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Thanks to uh, Tim Watkins from Bears Illustrated, Jeff Tarpley from Gigum Two Four Seven Sports, and also to Bryce Cherry from the Waco Tribune Herald. Have yourself a great day, and uh, we will talk to you again tomorrow at seven a.m. or again this afternoon at three. Your choice, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Who, if you had a vote, who would be the Big 12 Coach of the Year oh, this would year? Easily be Coach Aranda. Uh, like no question, no, right? No, no question. No question. After after yeah. two and seven last year, there there would be no question. That All right. Be. So the Big 12 coaches, the coaches vote for uh, Big 12 honors, Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Offense, Defense, all that came out today. Uh-huh. Mike Gundy is the Big 12 Coach of the Year. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's you'll love our sausage. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve the first National Bank of Central Texas. Locally owned for over 100 years, we know this community inside and out. We are a bank on your side, and when you bank with the first, you'll have a banker by your side. Want to find out more? Check out BankingFirst.com or come by and see us at any of our six locations. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas. You deserve the first. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. with a crucial matchup with the AFC West leading Chiefs taking on the Chargers. L.A. can move into first in the division with a victory by virtue of sweeping the season series. Kansas City is riding a six-game winning streak. From the ESPN studios at Pier 17 in the Seaport District of New York City, 
This is Greeny. On ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN+. Plus. It's been inevitable for a couple of weeks, and it has finally happened. Urban Meyer out as Jaguars head coach after just games. Good morning. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN.